Welcome to 239 Uncensored. Everything Southwest Florida and beyond with your host, Tim Jurett. This podcast covers it all. Real talk on issues from real estate to real crime. Join the discussion on hot topics to politics. Don't get left behind. Be in the know about everything Southwest Florida and beyond. Uncensored everything Southwest Florida and beyond. And we have a great podcast today with the lovely Shannon Livingston. Shannon, we're doing a podcast. We usually do live uh, live streams, but we're doing a podcast today because this is a, a topic that we're going to have a little fun with. Oh, I thought we were being more serious. I thought you were like pulling in the leash a little bit because you warned me before we started that this is the podcast and, you know, well, pull it in. Well, no, it's, it's good. It's just... Our secondary mission is the video, right? So we right. do we do have Your a secondary, secondary mission. mission. Well, yeah, you know, secondary. Now you'll understand that we are going to talk about some stuff that's going to be kind of fun for us because my background is law enforcement for mm-hmm. 31 years. Your background is a opposite cannabis queen. Yes, yes, opposite of law enforcement, yeah. but in a good way. I mean, well, I I did come from the the illegal market, the black market. And then now I have transitioned into what we call the legacy market now, though. We've cleaned that up. The legacy market. market. So I come from the legacy market. Uh, But now my focus is really just education, cannabis education, especially in um, higher education. And I want to do a little disclaimer. I've I've been in law enforcement for a long time, and we're going to talk about the war on drugs Mm -hmm. and that type of thing. And I believe there is a a use for cannabis, but we'll talk a little bit about why I think there's a lot of bullshit going on and shenanigans going on with it as well. You mean with the medical program in Florida? Um, other medical, not necessarily. I just, my thing is people are seeking out these cards so they can smoke dope and weed for bullshit purposes. Why is that a problem? No, it's just basically they weren't smoking weed before. Now they're smoking a safe test. Now, 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 so here, here we go from a law enforcement standpoint, right? So a law enforcement standpoint, we look at as marijuana as at the time was, or cannabis, however you want to label it. Cause I've got my ass chewed by you for that. Is marijuana look, is a racist term that was invented and that's and bullshit used that's bullshit to push prohibition by making it sound that, mexican but that, go that, ahead that, i never heard that never read well, that you've heard it it's, twice now yeah. it's like you've never well, heard it i've told you all everywhere i go it's marijuana it's written marijuana i call bullshit I, I'm on it i'm just gonna let so, a certain amount go <laughs> so, <laughs> for the so, sake of conversation yes but <laughs> i still call bullshit on it but okay. no so i think that people are going to get cards and getting access to the marijuana in a way that's to me it's a little bit fraudulent yeah, so similar to similar to like pain pills and things like mm-hmm. that. So fraudulent, meaning that you think that people should have access to cannabis only for limited extreme conditions. Is that fair to say well, or where are you coming from? Well, we know what I'm saying is we know that has been medically it's it's legal here for medical use mm-hmm. in the state of Florida. Correct. Right. What I think is there's people that say that they have certain ailments mm-hmm. and come up with certain ailments that are bullshit to get the card. So I have two things to say to that. First of all, uh, you don't know why people are using their medicine. So you don't have to limp into a dispensary to be somebody with a disability or issue that you're treating with cannabis. You cannot see PTSD. You cannot see lupus. You cannot see migraines. You know, you can't see what is wrong with people. And really, it's none of your business. So um, cannabis does treat 
everything. And yeah, it, it fucking masks it, too. It's, it masks it, it, too. And you can't, yeah. It can be abused. Of course so we'll it can there. be. We'll get there, but point number two is if you are smoking recreationally or even, you know, medically, if you're smoking for anxiety, a doctor would give you Xanax for that, or maybe you no, would I, drink vodka for that. And so that, to me, is a medical uh, reason as well, a medical treatment. And so you are not going to pay extra money, be on a government list, and pay more for what you're getting at the dispensary if you already have a guy and have been getting high in your home uh, with nobody, you know, in your business. So to go and say we're abusing a system that we don't need, I don't think that takes into effect how easily accessible and affordable the legacy market is. Well, let's go back. So I personally know people, and since it became legal, they're like, ha, 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 I got my card now. It's all bullshit. I went to the doctor, and they know doctors that, that give the cards out like, you know, candy. Sure. So the reality is... There are broad qualifying conditions. Yes. So let's not slam all the doctors out there. They're no, and, I, and I'm not slamming. I'm going, I'm going back to my original statement, and that's why I said it at the beginning. My original they statement... Like they defrauded this system. Well, no, my original statement at the very beginning is I believe post-traumatic stress, anxiety, things like that. There are medical reasons for marijuana. However... I feel that a lot of people are getting cards, and I know several of them, mm -hmm. that have gotten cards just because now they can, you know, smoke dope and do whatever the fuck they want without any repercussions. And well, before before be there okay. was a reper before there was a repercussion. Okay, well, we shouldn't lock people up for treating or using plants as recreation. That is insane to me. And you know, second, I, I that's I, bullshit. And, that's bullshit. And, that's bullshit. Okay. What do you mean? Because listen, listen, every almost every piece of medicine or type of medicine comes from derived from some sort of organic plant or, it's or whatever. Yes, exactly. Yes, exactly. So now I'm going to go get heroin because hell I, I can get it now. You know, that's heroin started as a pharmaceutical from the bear corporation, actually. Well, yeah, it had an E on the end, but, but what I'm, but what I'm saying is people are abusing it. They're going and getting it now because they want to get it. How is cannabis abused? What, what is their, what happens to their behavior or their life if they are now a legal patient versus when they were smoking illegally before? To me, that's being responsible and making sure that you don't lose your job and your family if you get pulled over for a taillight and you have your medicine in the car. What I'm saying is, go back, right? So if you have a medical reason to have the marijuana, mm -hmm. if you're medically uh, given the go-ahead mm -hmm. by the doctor, I don't have a problem with that. The problem I have is, in, and I've actually had conversations with people that tell me that I'm good to go now, I can smoke weed while I'm driving down the road, and well, I can I, I can I can have it in my car. Can jokes of it for they just now can freely without having any repercussion. Right. So have how, the, have how is that a marijuana. bad thing? I don't understand how that in itself is a bad thing. And whether people say that it is medical or not, all use is medical. It, it's like the the Brussels sprout theory that you may eat Brussels sprouts because they're delicious, but you're still getting the nutrients. So it doesn't matter why you're eating the Brussels sprouts. They're good for you. It doesn't matter why you're using the cannabis. It's good for you. <laughs> no, it, I wouldn't say it's good for you. It, it, I would. It, it masks you. It, it masks what's going on maybe it in can. your situation. If yeah. you are using it to escape and you are not being responsible, you're probably abusing other things as well. Anything could be abused. I, I'm not going to argue that point with you. Like no. something like 7% of the population uh, has some type of a addiction or, or abuse problem. But even treatment centers now don't call it marijuana addiction. They call it use disorder. 
that it's creating it's some another fucking bullshit name right it's it, another it's bullshit name that comes up money. It, and, and i want to let but in this conversation i want to let everybody know that i believe there's people out there that it does help right the only thing i'm talking about is the 22 year old that's having a fucking hard day and goes to the doctor and now they're telling the doctor that oh i got all these issues i got this now give me give me right. the marijuana card it's so bullshit you think it would be better for that 22 year old to get started on xanax that's no healthier. no i'm not that's saying what that that doctor is going to give that person no. anxiety no yes sir that no. is how no. we treat in the united states well, it, is the it, pharma it, model that it, all doctors it maybe it maybe could come to that but i it know does. i know narcotics and then it's my job to get them off of it with cannabis it's basically a, a bullshit like they call that a wheel you're basically jumping on one wheel to get off the next wheel. And then the thing about it is, and you might argue this, and I hope you do, <laughs> is is I feel that I feel that it's a slippery slope uh-huh. and it's gateway. And next thing you know, we're gonna be pushing to legalize cocaine. Okay. I think everything is a slippery slope. That's also called social evolution. You know, we we've come from a time let's all walk around like fucking zombies now. But we don't. People use whatever drugs they want to. Go, go out. Regardless of their legal status, they are going to use what they want to use. They're going to steal it from their kid or their grandpa. They're going to con their doctor. They're going to grow it in their shed. Whatever their drug of choice is, they will find it and they will use it. And I just don't think that we should penalize people in a criminal way for that. That is a new thing for this country, and it has not worked out well for us. Well, I will drugs. tell you, though, I've had friends that went to Denver, Colorado, mm-hmm. and they're like, it's fucking insane people running around everywhere smoking dope you smell weed everywhere bunch of fucking zombies well denver has turned into a kind of yeah, a shithole yeah and it does smell like urine and but those those issues are not directly related to cannabis there are oh, many they're not directly cities, maybe they're many maybe their size cannabis is legal and that doesn't happen have you been to aspen because that doesn't smell like piss well, you can it smell might. Buy cannabis there. <laughs> i know my point is though i believe I believe, my opinion, again, war on drugs, right? We, we, we talked about people? that. War on drugs, right? So we allow, basically, we're allowing steps for people to become younger people or even older people, but to become susceptible to addiction, another form of addiction. Well, I, I just think it's it's problematic. I think we also have to talk about the difference between decriminalization and legalization. So if you're decriminalizing everything, then there really is no structured market for that. If you're legalizing everything, then you have a structured market. You have minors that are showing ID, same as they do going to a doctor and getting pharmaceuticals now. So, you know, so that's different. You don't just say, all right, everybody, everybody can have heroin. And then, you know, people like you that wouldn't do it illegally, all of a sudden you're going to start doing heroin because it's legal. That doesn't make any sense. That doesn't happen. And it hasn't happened. We have seen historically when you legalize or decriminalize all drugs, look at uh, Uruguay, their crime has gone down, not up. People are getting treatment now instead of being thrown in prison. Our prisons are full of people. We have for-profit prisons that are creating social issues. I mean, the ramifications of prohibition go well beyond just addiction. It ruins families. It ruins lives. And it has created this fentanyl problem. It really has. First, we started with the opioid crisis that was based in pills. Uh, What happened to the Sackler family? I think they paid a fine and went on, right? They're having a picnic somewhere, doing whatever they want to do. So if you're rich enough or you're part of the system, you can be a legal drug dealer. That's not an issue. You can ruin those people's lives. They'll do some documentaries, but you pay the fine and, and you move on. 
Uh, but we we now are putting people in prison for, you know, the third strike, um, I think, came from the, the Clinton Yeah, if you era, didn't right? fucking get it the first two times, you probably shouldn't do it the third. Well, let's say you have a, a theft, you have a... Uh, you know, I don't know, assault, and then you get busted with weed in your car. You go to prison forever. I'm telling you, no, I'm telling you. Mandatory. I, I've been working this deal for 31 years, and do. I've never heard anybody, and that maybe it has happened. It has happened a lot. And going to friggin' prison, because I've, I've put people in jail over and over for friggin' possession of marijuana, and nothing ever happens. It gets thrown out. It gets out of court. But it's, it's a revolving cycle, see? So it, it just it doesn't really... It puts people into the system that shouldn't be. Because you're fucking doing something illegal. They should be there. Oh, yeah, you're so breaking you the don't law. Do anything illegal? What What is that book? The fifty everyday felonies that we all commit, or something like that. We all commit crimes every single day that could throw us in jail. <laughs> where does that come from? Literature. Well, 50, what do you mean? Where does that come from? 50, the library. Fifty friggin' crimes that I do every day. It's something they I'm commit trying to think of one. I'm trying to think of one right now. Okay, well, people commit crimes. We have a lot of stupid laws on yeah. our books, like spitting on a sidewalk is illegal, or right. you know, stupid things that people do. Uh, so I think where we differ is what is maybe the the end result of people using drugs and what happens without some type of criminal penalty. So you think that people should have criminal penalties for using drugs? No, I think people should have criminal penalties for using drugs that are illegal. <laughs> Thing. No, well, it's not. So if I use somebody else's that's pharmaceuticals, the same thing. that's okay. That's not. No, I said that's it's illegal. That's illegal. It's illegal. Yeah, it's illegal. It's a felony. If it doesn't have your name on. It's a felony. Mm-hmm. Could be a felony depending on what type of drug it is. You know that if you're a pain patient and you're trying to use medical cannabis to get off of your opioids, they will cut you off cold turkey. If you have any THC in your system at all, they will not give you any narcotics. So you're, we have also seen a whole... That's probably not a bad thing. It's probably not a bad thing. If you have somebody that has taken you, narcotics if, to treat their extreme pain every day for 20 years, and then one day you tell them, no more for you, you don't get any more morphine, you don't get any more, like, whatever it is, because... You got THC, you're doing, like, three different drugs. That's it's, not it's, how it works. And THC how, how, so is So tell me, how does it work? But, tell me, how does it work? Uh, well, first of all, the... The whole plant is better. So THC gets a bad name because it is the the cannabinoid that causes euphoria. Now, euphoria is a side it's effect. Fun. Not that horrible right. of a, a deal, right? I was on 18 pharmaceuticals at one point, and the side effects from all of them put me on other ones. Um, so as far as side effects go, I've certainly had worse ones than euphoria. <laughs> now, you may not want that. You know, maybe you want to be a little more clear-headed. But at least with cannabis... We, we can self-regulate that. I'm going to get you high someday. And you're going to be a nicer person. Hold on, what is that noise? Is that too much education for you? No, I love you it. Want to hear about I love it because you just like, system? it's like, no, go ahead. I'm just laughing. Well, because... We all have an endocannabinoid system and it's the regulatory system for our body. And what that is why cannabis is good for everything. So, you know, it, it invites a lot of criticism. I understand that when you're like, oh, my elbow hurts. And people are like, use a little cannabis, right? It, it is good for everything because it affects our regulatory system. And basically it affects inflammation at a cellular level. That's what CBD does. But CBD, THC, any of those other cannabinoids on their own, while they have wonderful properties, it's meant to be used as a whole plant. It has what's called the entourage effect. So all of those molecules in the plant add up to have a synergy that they just don't have individually. 
it also is greatly affected by variables in nature. So when you try to reproduce this plant in a lab, you can't. And that is the only reason it is still illegal because government and big pharma have not been able to replicate it in a way that they can make money off of it. They have tried with Epidiolex. It is not as effective as regular plant-derived CBD, and it is certainly not as effective as, as whole plant medicine. So there are reasons that it's not being replicated in a lab. It's not that it doesn't work. It's great. Which yeah, is it why does. it's not being pushed. You know, pharma likes to push pills. Yeah, I don't. I understand. My again, my whole big thing on this. We talk about the war on drugs, right? But my big thing on this is I do not have a problem that people, if they go out, they seek a doctor, they get a prescription, they do it is. I just, what bothers me is people use it and, and push it for the wrong reasons. But what are the wrong reasons? The wrong Let's reasons talk is about those. I can drive around now smoking weed you and not get in trouble by the, by the... That's illegal. Well, I'm possession of it. Well, you, know? you can drive around with right. it in your car, yeah, yeah. but you cannot be altered operating a vehicle. Well, no, you can't. But That is still illegal. So that doesn't change with legal. But what I'm saying is when we're, we're in law enforcement, I can tell you this. We're in law enforcement. We make a traffic stop. A lot of times we do... We do smell marijuana mm -hmm. in the vehicle, burning marijuana, whatever. And that's usually probable cause to get the folks out of the car and continue on, you know, to, to search with probable cause and, you know, lawfully check the vehicle. Normally, in a lot of cases, we'll find other things. We'll find stolen uh, stereos. We'll find cash, credit cards, things like that. It, it often leads to other things. Mm -hmm. Now what they're doing is somebody that is in the car, they'll say, I got a card. Once they say they got a card, that's they're using it as a tool to get around the law. But that's that's frust that's a frustrating of, part of it. None of that even matters anymore because the farm bill was signed in 2018, which legalized hemp. Which means if you pull me over and you say you smell cannabis, it can be hemp. It can be, and you have no legal right to search my car. It can be. So we're gonna start seeing all that. I I smelled cannabis. Well, you can't smell with your nose. That's what there's that's, THC. That's the point so, I'm trying to make. Law already, enforcement. But without medical cannabis, we already have the issue that hemp is now legal. So because we are growing agricultural and industrial hemp for fiber and medicine and, you know, feed and, and all of that, you no longer have the right to pull me over and use I smell cannabis as oh, a reason we, to come I, into I the I do know car. that. Yeah, right. So, so the medical program doesn't matter. It's the hemp that changed that, not the yeah, cannabis. But see, you're not, like, you're totally not getting the whole deal of what's going on. See, because I think it's you're a bunch, confused. Because it's a bunch Isn't of bullshit. Funny? Actually, I'm not. I'm very in line with what you're saying. I think that I have my Fourth Amendment rights against unreasonable search and seizure. And so just because you smell my medicine in my car doesn't mean you have the right to go through my trunk. If it's illegal no. medicine. Ha it, but it's, how would you know? Because now we have hemp is my point. You do not have the right to search my car anymore by just the simple smell of cannabis because you cannot differentiate but when I make con But when I make contact with those subjects and if they haven't explained it's hemp and they're saying, yeah, I don't have a card, I'm smoking weed. Right. But their lawyer is going to catch on. And then once they go to court, well, they the already have. Say, I mean, you do not. That is not no longer probable cause to well, because of the farm bill of 2018. If, 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 Thank if, you, Donald Trump. No, if, if they declare that that's what it is they have yeah it if has already do. been held up by, by no court, i'm saying i'm saying the, sub, the subjects the subjects i think I, I think i know it but i think this brings up a, another very good point the war on drugs has allowed these things like 
huge violations of search and seizure. And so- you know, How do you say huge violations huge of search? Huge violations of search. You don't get to come into my house because you smell weed. Like that's not okay. Not now, but before, previously, because it's illegal. If, okay I look, if I look in your vehicle and I see a, a syringe and there's other evidence of cocaine or what looks like cocaine. Or diabetes. Or, if I have Oreos next to that syringe, you'll let me go. Yeah, well, well, I mean, there's there's things that I can see in, uh-huh. with probable cause. But you also don't you. know if I've been using my cannabis recently and if I have, if that has altered me because they have done studies that have shown some people are not altered at all and some people are very altered. I'm not taking you out of the vehicle because it's altered. If you have if you have needles and you have cocaine well, on the front. the cannabis, just for the sake of this argument. Oh, okay, we'll we'll lean to the direction we'll that, you like to know, that you like well, to know that you like to know because I want to know because you talked you about the Fourth Amendment. That. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Right, but that's visible. That does give you probable cause, and that is illegal. So I know that if if they are giving you visible probable cause to search the rest of the vehicle, you can do that. You can no longer do that with hemp and cannabis. That is not probable cause. Smelling it or seeing it. If if you roll up to a vehicle and you and there's weed and it's blowing and you. Ask the guys, hey, listen, what do you got going? Yeah, we're smoking dope. Mm-hmm. You got a card. Well, that's an idiot. Yeah. Well, and that's that, what I'm trying to tell you. if they have a card, then they're violating the, the restrictions of the program because they're very clear about the fact that, that it is right, not legal Right, but that's, what's, but that's what's happening. That's what's happening. Well, we have a lack of education. Yeah. Really, we have a lack of education not just on how to use medicine appropriately, but on how to respect the system. Do you not believe that there's people that are abusing the system? Of People abuse every system, no matter what it is. I don't think that the, you know, handful of young people that have the money uh, and the opinion that they think it's worth it to to abuse the system, as you say, I don't think that that is worth throwing out a system that helps to save lives. Again, the reason why I made my statement originally at the beginning, I think that if somebody has, and, you know, it's the law, because when I was in law enforcement, we... Enforce the laws. It's not my, not Tim's opinion. Mm-hmm. It's the legal, you know, what's legal, what isn't right. legal. It's not Tim. That says, I know, a lot of cannabis advocates take it personally. And I, I've, you know, you and I have discussed it. I don't ever take it personally. I, I respect law enforcement and that's their job to enforce the law. It's my job as yeah, an but advocate, you take, hopefully, but, but to you, change but the law. You so get a little, you get that. a little annoyed with certain things when we, I don't we get talk annoyed. about it. You try to bait me into arguments when uh, you make jokes about it, which sometimes I laugh. Sometimes they're not funny jokes. And also you have to consider, um, you know, I, I think jokes are funny. I have a, a goofy side, but I have also really seen lives lost, whether it's to the prison system or medically. And I haven't. And, and I haven't. I have never seen any from, of that. From prohibition. I have never seen any of that. Prohibition. I so I don't want prohibition anymore. I've seen people die because they haven't had access to clean. Yeah, I've seen medicine. I've seen people die with needles in their in their arms. So you have know I. I mean? And okay. if they would have been able to have access to cannabis as treatment, <laughs> then they wouldn't be addicted to heroin. Hopefully, have you that, ever that that have you that, ever, that that comeback is like the worst comeback I've ever heroin. heard. Have you ever I walked can, somebody through heroin I can, addiction? And I could not. I could not have come. You? That was that's gonna have be like the worst comeback. Have you heroin addict? No, wh- I have. No. So this is not me so guessing what's go going on. Go smoke a bunch of dope, and you would be fine. No, we actually had to put him on Suboxone, which is yeah, the replacement therapy, sure, which is widely accepted. So if we have methadone and Suboxone clinics, what is wrong with the plant-based medicine that they can actually get off of as a step down? Again, I go back to my original statement. I go back to my original statement. If the doctor prescribes that. Mm-hmm. I'm good with it. 
Well, it's a recommendation with cannabis because it's not federally legal. So it's not a prescription. It's a recommendation. Oh, whatever. But doctors are. We, we see treatment centers that are getting people. And you told me, though, if you, have, if you have any THC in your system, you can't. Pain clinics are not going to treat your pain with narcotics if you have THC in your system. And they check your blood. And a lot of times with addicts, we, are, we see other problems. They're, they probably started because they have pain. So while you treat the addiction, you still have to treat their pain. You can't just, you know, get them off their drugs and push them out the door and say, good luck. Right. No, I get it. Now, do you believe that a marijuana is, or, or excuse me, cannabis is a gateway drug? I love that you're making an effort for me because I know that it doesn't matter to you, but you know it matters to me. So thank you. Uh, do I think it's a gateway drug? <laughs> what kind of effort am I making? I'm just oh, trying, with to, the be, cannabis trying thing? to be nice to yeah. you to disarm you so that I win all these arguments. You're not. Uh, you're no, not. I do enjoy this discussion because this is, I think, how most people think. And it is, it is. And your, your way of thinking is how most mainstream society people think. It's what's framed for us in, you know, media, school, society. But nothing, I've, nothing I have said has been against what you say. Not one thing. Well, we disagree about some things. Like, okay, so the gateway drug. You know, the D.A.R.E. program has taken cannabis out as a gateway drug and now lists alcohol and tobacco as true gateway drugs. I don't disagree with it either one of those. Shown that, and so, you know, I've used cannabis since I was 12 years old. Never progressed to crack, never progressed to heroin, even though I, I had the heroin addict living with me. Never did it. Well, that's never a good tried thing. it. Well, that's a good thing. The gateway theory. Just like alcohol, though, disproven. right? Just like alcohol. We all know everybody always compares. They always go, well, Jesus, alcohol is a lot worse than marijuana. I, I probably agree with that. Well, alcohol is the true gateway. <laughs> yes, it's it, not good. It, it's much more yeah, accessible. Right. It, it, it's just, it's altering. So it's almost it's accessible. Caffeine. It's almost, I mean, cannabis is almost getting just accessible as alcohol. So you just basically blind it right up. I would really, um, you know, I would like to have it more accessible because when people grow cannabis, if they're doing so in an unethical way that they don't really care about the I end agree. user, I you know, agree. it's going to have pesticides and fungus yeah, and, and metals and stuff in it that you just can't. And people that I've known people in, in law enforcement, families of law enforcement that have come to me and said, um, you know, he was on his deathbed and I had to go out and try to score a bag and I had no idea like where to go. I had to call my nephew and, you know, whatever, so that they could do this really shady feeling thing to give relief to their law enforcement loved one that was dying. Um, you know, and how horrible to, to feel like that, to feel shame over how you're choosing to treat. Well, I mean, yeah, if you give, if you give somebody a drug, you can definitely fucking make them comfortable, right? <laughs> I mean, let's get let's get to the drug. bottom of it, right? It let's get to the drug. bottom of it. And you know, most of the time, when you know we what I'm talk saying? about the reality is the, yeah. and smoking a joint, uh, smoking flour is only effective for so long. If you are really using medical cannabis, you're probably using concentrates. You're probably, uh, you know, dabbing. You're using capsules. You're and you're probably using a, a myriad of systems and a different, you know, methods of, of delivery. And so. So people need to understand, too, people usually don't smoke their medicine if they're cannabis patients. That's what you and I see. That's what's on the news. Vape it. But the majority of people... <laughs> I know and, a lot of people that vape not, it. Yeah, and I don't agree with that. I, if they vape whole flower, okay. But I think once we start... Can you, can you vape the whole flower? Oh, yeah. It's much healthier. You get a volcano. I have a tabletop volcano. It's like a $600 vaporizer. Oh, shit. I loan it out to, to different patients. In fact, I just... Um, I have to go pick it up because the, the last one passed do away. Do you rent it to them? No, I would not do that. <laughs> I'm trying to find Oh, a... you're dying and trying to get comfort? Here you go. 
$20 rentals. No, my uh, my commitment to cannabis education has cost me a lot of money because I people come to me when they're at the end of the road and they don't have any money. They don't have any hope. They don't know how things work. And they just want somebody to tell them that it's an okay option. Yeah, no, and I, and I agree. And I, a lot of people don't know, but my ex-wife, she died of cancer. And she used um, cannabis as a oils treatment. as a treatment to help or what it wasn't Probably so much a treatment but chemo, it made her though, feel right? Right. made her feel she better didn't use it, it made as her a feel treatment better. for the cancer well she thought she thought it was helping that way and who's who am i to tell her the difference right right yeah so you I mean, know it, it has been proven to kill cancer cells in three separate ways oh geez. it it has <laughs> and it's but it's not smoking a joint and then your cancer is gone you no, know so we people need to that. understand, understand but that. a lot of people don't right. so people need to understand that they should work with their doctor and be honest about it and use it maybe in in conjunction but before we move on but I, let me ask no just one quick question let me ask this do you think that and we're we'll probably in agreement in this do you think that if if somebody has cancer and they're uh, they they take cannabis and it makes them feel like things are are better? Mm-hmm. Maybe, however, however it's happened. Do you think that's? I don't think that's a negative thing. I think whatever whatever they if feel that at that point, if they, if it, yeah, if they, exactly. If they, yeah, yeah. That's, well, that and has, I agree with that. It's a really that it it's a beautiful part of hospice because of right. that. It allows right. them to be more alert than a lot of their morphine and it does allow them to kind of have a better attitude sure. about dying. Yeah. But cannabis shouldn't just be for the dying. It shouldn't be the last resort. We should be using plant medicine, true plant medicine as our first line of treatment. So when people get diagnosed with cancer, they should have the option of treating with cannabis. And maybe that is also with radiation, chemo, you know, whatever they're choosing. I'm not saying uh, ditch all modern medicine. And they're allowed to the now plants. though, right? Are they allowed to now? Uh, I guess then no. Doctors. So we have different different systems are treating it differently. Moffitt is now um, doing seminars on medical cannabis. And while they cannot do the recommendation for it, they can work with doctors that do. They're most doctors are realizing now that even if they're not a proponent of medical cannabis, they have to understand it and understand okay. how it works with traditional treatment because their patients are now incorporating that into their care. And I believe they have to take a class before they can start before recommend, you can recommend. recommend. Well, that class has it does not mention the endocannabinoid system one time. It does not teach doctors about the actual medical part of cannabis, it teaches them about the software and the regulatory part, according to the state. Software is like how to... Like how to input... Put it in the computer? Yes. (laughs) Does not teach them about medical cannabis, which is why I started a nonprofit for cannabis education. It wasn't just to write curriculum to put into colleges or have uh, workforce certificates, which, you know, we did, and I'm very proud of that. Um, It was really to help educate doctors to get other doctors be able to go and, and educate those doctors to to have veterans come out and help other veterans yeah, no, it's, they it, don't all it, want to listen to me they want you know one of their own that they trust right especially no. doctors yeah but they don't know because and it's not their fault like we just learned about the endocannabinoid system in the early 90s it's a tough word i don't know if i could spell that endocannabinoid <laughs> it means your body is naturally making 
cannabinoids similar to CBD, THC, CBG, CBN, all the other things that are in there. NBC, NBC ESPN. CBS, it's all in there. <laughs> it's all in there, every bit of it. Now, I cut you off. What were you going to say? You going to say no something idea. totally, no, totally off the track. No train of thought. So, we talked, we, this, this, this is about the war. The war, we talked about the war on drugs. We're going to, I'm sure we're going to have many more podcasts here, right? So, on this similar subject or well, something to it. I am very it. extreme also in just my view of the war on drugs. And so, I do believe um, that all drugs should be legalized as a matter of civil liberty. But that, I think, is separate from my belief in medical cannabis I, I, and wanting to educate on so, that. So from my standpoint, I just don't understand how you could possibly just think like everything should be legal and people should be able to take whatever they want. And Because we drugs. still have laws against theft, against intoxicated driving, against abuse. We have laws against all of that negative behavior that may come from abusing substances. But if you could walk into a, if you could walk in and, and get it, you know, I think yeah. I think it would put a lot of people you know, over go, the edge. If you go to Costa <laughs> Rica, you go to the pharmacia and you can get codeine anytime you want. I think it's called codeina. Uh, my friend now is in the islands. They do the same thing in Mexico. And on yeah, on the back of um, the the lunch menu is the pharmacia menu so that and that's for Americans. So it it doesn't it's not access. It's the mindset, and um, I think we we in the United States take the majority of pharma in the world, and that's what we're used to. We have been conditioned to take a pill instead of eating better, go True. exercise, uh, no, uh, no read doubt. your Bible, you know, like whatever it is that helps you out and helps right. you cope with stuff in a healthy way, um, you know, that's, that's what you need to be doing. No, I definitely agree and with that. smoke a little weed. It's going to be good for you. <laughs> like Brussels sprouts. So... <laughs> So we had a lot of fun on this one. I know you got to add some more. We got about well, you know, I can talk about it. I mean, really, all the time because it is such a complex issue. You have it, the medical component. You have the difference between you know cannabis, which is a plant, and then harder drugs, and you know which leads to fentanyl. And I mean, there are so many issues to it. And I think I'm pretty open minded on things. You know, I think for I'd the most it's, part, it's creaking open a little bit more by more. I think you're open to other people's opinions, but you're still you're still pretty firmly grasping on my opinion, the, on my opinion, though. the gateway theory and, and some of those things, which is okay. We'll get you there. Yeah, I just, I mean, on my opinion, based on what, what I perceive. And, and, and of course, again, I talk about that. People go, oh, alcohol's, it's, it's not good. Alcohol's not good. If you, I think we can all agree, probably everybody, if you, anything in excess is not going to be good for you. You know, right. eat too much but TV. We, too but we much. don't arrest people for being drunk. We arrest them for then causing a disturbance, for driving a car. So it's not about the use. It's about the irresponsible negative behavior True. that comes after. True. So that's what I'm saying is we can do yeah. that with all substances. Yeah. No, I get it. I get it. And have more treatment for alcohol abuse because that has been so widely accepted in this country. It causes seven or eight types of, of cancer. It's at every fundraiser right, when, I go to for cancer. There's always a wine tasting. Can, can or you something. imagine? Can you imagine what it's going to be like now? Recreation, marijuana, uh, cannabis is coming. All that. now we're going to have two major problems. We got cannabis, and now we got alcohol. It's going to be really screwed up. What we see is in states of legalization, alcohol abuse goes way down. Oh yeah, because they're. I can smoke because they have an option because now they can, you know, have a, a legal option. And one's better than the other. Did you know that prohibition against alcohol started by women? The temperance movement was about a bunch of women that were tired of their husbands coming home and beating the shit out of them. Yeah. And so that really is what prohibition of alcohol was all about. 
Prohibition of cannabis, totally separate story, all about money, has nothing to do with public safety. We'll do that, that podcast. That's another podcast. Time. All right. That sounds good. But this was fun. This Thank is you. good. I like it. It's passionate. Passionate. I'm very passionate yeah, about I know, it. Yeah. I really am. All right. Well, 239. Uncensored everything Southwest Florida and beyond the war on drugs continues. Podcast, you wait. We're going to be bringing this stuff up and, you know, post your comments. I mean, obviously, neither questions? one of her. Yeah, questions or comments. And, you know, we're not we're not right. We just. You can use a, a, an alias if you want. Yeah, no problem. The man will come down on <laughs> the you. The man will come down. And we are out. Please make sure to download and listen to us on Apple, Spotify, and Google Podcast. And don't forget to like and share on social media. This has been a Studio 239 production. That was fun.